guys, welcome back to the Live Podcast with me, your host, Rachel Melema. I hope you all had a great weekend and I'm looking forward to today's episode because we're going to be looking at what exactly qualifies as gossip. How do you tell the difference between someone who is coming to you for advice or, you know, are they just venting or is it actually gossiping and you should just walk away from that? What exactly are the boundaries in this and how can you handle it in a God-honoring and Christ-like way? So let's get right into it. For me, I have a track record of holding on to hurt and replaying situations over and over in my mind and thinking of things that I should have said instead of what I did say. And usually when these sorts and feelings happen a lot, I just feel really guilty because when I talk to people about it and I tell them how I feel, I feel like it's just wrong to talk about others. And if I'm being completely transparent with you, Growing up, I never really felt like I had a safe space to talk about my feelings. I journaled a lot, but I always felt scared to talk about my feelings because I always felt like my feelings, that that actually I, was a burden. So a lot of the time, I would just be silent and I'd just be in denial. But now I know that holding on to stuff and not talking about things definitely has its price, not just emotionally, but physically as well. And that's why I really wanted to talk about this today in today's episode, because I'm sure that there are a lot of people out there who feel the same way as I do. When your feelings are strong, it's completely normal to vent and allow the feelings to be expressed before you can get a rational hold on them and to work towards a solution. When I'm hurt, my husband lets me get all of it out and vent before he actually says anything because he knows that after I get all of my frustrations out, I'm more susceptible to be listening to his wisdom. Venting isn't a sin, let me just say that right off the bat. It's a very therapeutic process and it allows us to calm down and to return to thinking rationally. As long as venting doesn't take a sinful turn like using foul language, hateful speech or physical harm, it's actually very healthy and it's best done with people who understand you and with people that you can trust. Sometimes you can vent to people who don't really understand you or your heart and they can jump to conclusions and betray you, which will just end up hurting you more. So choose the right person who you can talk to. Choose someone who is mature and, if possible, objective. In a more practical example, you might be upset with your partner about something and by talking to an unhappy couple or a divorced person, it may only make things worse and they might betray you and talk to your partner behind your back instead of helping you towards an actually good resolution. So in this situation, pick someone who has had successful relationships. The more likely you'll be able to get better advice. You need to vent to people who won't hold you responsible for everything said in those heated moments. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 24 says, Some friends don't help, but a true friend is closer than your own family. If you think about it, many of the Psalms in the Bible could be considered venting. David vented to God all about his sorrow over sin. He was always crying out for forgiveness and healing also. It's just part of being human and it's nothing to be ashamed of. On the other side of venting, if someone has chosen to vent to you about something, First of all, don't pretend to be an expert on their experiences. Don't assume that you know what the other person is thinking or feeling or assume that what they should be thinking or feeling. That's how you invalidate someone's feelings. I know that maybe you have been through something similar, but it's first very important to just give them space to talk about their experiences and only give them advice if they explicitly ask for it. Don't say things like, you shouldn't feel that way, I was just joking, it could be worse, or I'm sure it wasn't that bad. When you do this kind of invalidation, it's actually called gaslighting and it's not okay. It makes the other person feel like they're crazy or sensitive and it will most likely lead to that person doubting themselves. 
I've experienced this so many times and I never knew that it was actually a thing and that it had a name. I've had so many previous boyfriends and friends tell me that I'm way too sensitive and that I just need to toughen up, which isn't nice. But if any of this sounds familiar and you feel as if you've been a victim of being gaslit, then the best way to protect yourself is by, first of all, having a firm foundation in your self-worth. Actually saying something when someone gaslights you as well, because they might not even realize that they're doing it. And communication is always super important, so don't be afraid to say something, even if it makes the whole situation uncomfortable. And lastly, set boundaries, like ending the conversation altogether. If you're venting to someone and gaslighting is a very common part of your conversation and it's stressing you out, you may need to think about if that person should even be a part of your life. Also, it might be useful to say at the start to when you are venting to someone that you want to keep it confidential because if that isn't clear, then the other person might think that your conversation can just be shared with anyone. You might already know the right thing to do, but you just need someone to listen or, you know, just you want to talk it out loud so that you can process your feelings. I'm definitely that kind of person uh, where I just talk and say my thoughts and feelings out loud because I find it to be very useful. Or maybe you're just so upset that you just can't figure out your feelings and you need someone's input. This is also okay. And it's also good to do this because you can bounce and check your feelings with other people to see if you're not seeing the whole picture correctly. Or maybe you are kind of overreacting and it isn't how it seems and you need a real friend to be honest with you and someone to be able to help you with it. To avoid toxic emotional dumping and to keep the venting to being a healthy kind of venting, some practical things you could do when you start to vent would be try saying and sticking to things like I statements. Don't say things like you or they made me or you did this, they did that. Instead, say things like I feel hurt because or I'm frustrated because. When you use I statements, it actually shows vulnerability and accountability, and it opens up a space in a conversation which allows the other person to also take responsibility and to be honest. It's also less attacking and less aggressive. Also, avoid talking about all of your issues all at once because it can be overwhelming and it is easier to tackle one issue at a time. And always avoid bringing up past issues that have been resolved before in the past because if you keep bringing them up, you'll just be talking round and round in circles. Also, be open to finding a solution. Think about what exactly do you want to come out of the situation, come out of the conversation. Don't just brush it off because you think it's too hard, but think about how you can actually take some steps to move forward. You can also write down your feelings down first if you don't feel like you can't vent. Like I said before about journaling, writing is very useful and it's a great way to organize your thoughts and emotions and it's another great way to calm you down and think about how you feel and where do you need to focus and what you need to do about your issues. So now let's talk about when venting crosses the line and becomes gossip. First of all, think about what you're saying. Are you sharing information about someone that isn't exactly your information to share? For example, if you heard that someone is cheating on their partner or is thinking about having an abortion, that information isn't yours to share. How does this information make this person look in the eyes of other people? Does it increase their reputation or does it decrease? Sometimes you need to think about whether or not this conversation is going to look like you're building yourself up by making that other person look smaller. 
Secondly, think about why does this other person or people even need to hear this information? Sometimes we can just tell people things for no reason at all and it just randomly comes up in conversation and or it's just a bad habit and those people don't really think through the consequences of what they're saying. It's understandable that if they're hurt and it's in the heat of the moment because it's probably more venting, but if it's completely unprovoked and out of the blue, then it's not really appropriate. James chapter 3 verses 7 to 8 says all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles and sea creatures can be tamed and have been tamed, but our tongues get out of control. They are restless and evil and always spreading deadly poison. So we need to be careful about what comes out of our mouths because it can have a bad impact in the long run, even if it is an accident. God didn't want us to judge each other and point out everyone's imperfections. The Bible tells us all the time that we need to love each other and to treat each other as we would want to be treated, to love our neighbors as ourselves. And even though we are blessed with freedom of speech, we need to use it wisely and we need to have it under control. We're to build each other up, not tear each other down, because we're all created in God's image. So if we wouldn't say it in heaven and directly in God's presence, then maybe we shouldn't say it on this side of eternity either. Sometimes there are times where it is appropriate to share not very good things about others. For example, if someone borrowed money from you and then went to spend it on drugs and things like that and is now asking other people for money, letting them know of your own personal experience with that might benefit both of you. The intention is to warn or help, not to minimize or gossip, and when it's done, it should be done with delicacy. While I'm talking about gossiping, I actually want to talk about something similar, which is called snitching. And snitching, or a snitch, is someone who tells an authority figure, like a parent or police, about a bad behavior. And this is kind of a gray area, because on the one hand, a snitch is telling the truth, but on the other hand, they're betraying a confidence. Also, snitching is usually done with an interest of a payoff. So for example, if a sister who tells on her brother might be hoping for a reward or some praise from their parents. In law, criminals might do this in hopes that they get a lesser jail sentence. This can be broken down very easily. First of all, don't have confidence or hang out with people who aren't good for you. The Bible says that bad company corrupts good morals, and sometimes spending time with shady people will result in doing bad things, and in return, they expect loyalty, and if you snitch on them, then you're in trouble, so just don't do that. Next, God rewards those who protect the innocent, and we have a responsibility to act for good when we have the power to do so. If protecting the innocent requires concealing information, then not revealing things might be necessary. Snitching is often motivated by jealousy, bitterness, rivalry, a desire for more, maybe like a promotion, or a lack of mercy. In the Bible, when the Pharisees, which are the religious leaders, brought the woman who was caught in adultery to Jesus' feet, they were informing on her with sinful motives. They wanted to prove to Jesus their righteousness and to catch Jesus in a trap. She was guilty of adultery, and the Old Testament law was very clear on how to treat adulterers. But Jesus told them, Let the one who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her, in John chapter 8, verse 7. God doesn't find joy in the punishment of fallen people, and neither should we. We should always have a desire for restoration and reconciliation with God. 
To end the episode, I just want to talk about a particular group of people. Maybe you're the friend who is caught in the middle of an argument and you're trying to figure out if what your friend is telling you is gossip or if they're just venting. Or maybe you don't want to listen to your friend vent and you just want to stay out of it. I think by default, assume the best of your friend. Cover them in love and grace. And like I said earlier, hurt people need to vent to people who won't hold them responsible for everything that they say in those heated moments. Like I said before, Proverbs chapter 18 verse 24 says, some friends don't help, but a true friend is closer than your own family. It's also good to listen to both sides of those who are hurt. In Proverbs chapter 18 verse 17, in the message translation, it says this, the first speech in a court case is always convincing until the cross-examination starts. Next, pray and ask the Holy Spirit for guidance. We always need to rely on God in tough situations. Try not to provoke your friends even more. And lastly, choose your words carefully. If you try to just not say anything and try to just ignore your friend, then you're going to lose a friend. So choose your words carefully because your words can really help. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 20 says, Words satisfy the mind as much as fruit does to the stomach. Good talk is as gratifying as a good harvest. So that's the end of today's episode. I really hope that this was useful to someone and that it helped clear things up. Um, I know that not everyone may agree with what I have to say. Some people out there just are very clear cut with this, with this issue and they just want to be like, nope, gossip is gossip. This is what it is. And they don't want to see it in any other way. I completely understand that. Um, but I just wanted to help clear up this somewhat gray area and to help you figure out the difference between what is gossip, what is venting, and when does a friend actually need counsel? So I would really love to know what you think about this episode. You can get in touch with me either on the blog, rachelmelema.tumblr.com forward slash ask, or on the social media channels. I can't wait for next week's episode and I really hope that you in, you'll enjoy it as well. I hope that you have a fun and joy-filled week wherever you are and I will see you next time. Bye!